The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Mythology Explained YouTube channel. Please note that there are two narrators for this podcast, myself, Silas, and Zach. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Mythology Explained. In today's video, we're going to discuss Odin, how he constantly endeavoured to expand his knowledge, deepen his wisdom, and develop his magical mastery. How he alone of the gods bore the burden of the future, knowing that Ragnarok, the great conflict that would end the current age, was not long in coming, and how one of Odin's primary motivations that catalyzed his travels and trials, the culmination of which was to enhance his knowledge, wisdom, and magic, was to discover a means of either forestalling Ragnarok, or of mitigating the effects of Ragnarok so that they played out with less loss on the part of the gods. Through this discussion, we will learn of the story in which Odin cuts out his own eye, why he did it, and what he gained. Let's get into it. Odin was the most important Norse god. In the primordial past, he tore apart the proto-giant Ymir, and, with the corpse, fashioned the world from blood, flesh, and bone. In the mythic present, he's the head of the pantheon, the king of the gods. And in the apocalyptic future, during the time in which the events of Ragnarok, the ever-looming, cataclysmic conflict, will transpire, he will lead the gods and the heroic dead claimed by the Valkyrie against the hosts and monsters that rise up to assail Asgard, the divine dwelling of the gods. His sphere of influence is extensive and eclectic, including poetry, wisdom, war, ecstasy, knowledge, mystic arts and trances, hosts, magic, runes, and the dead. His names were more numerous than the voices of the wind, and he was an unpredictable force, fickle and capricious. Even those most favoured by him, kings, nobles, outlaws, warriors, and poets, could see their fortunes change in the blink of an eye, their chances for success, victory, or survival suddenly snatched away, abruptly crumbling underneath them like the undermined edge of a ravine. Of all his deeds, past, present, and future, of his power and purview, one of the characteristics that defines Odin's personality and pursuits is his insatiable need to enhance his knowledge, wisdom, and magic. Indeed, this need is catalyst for many of the best-known stories comprised by the constellation of myths that is Norse mythology. His knowledge vast and wisdom profound, something that drove Odin were the glimpses he saw of the future glimpses gained through his gifts of long sight and prophecy. While these undoubtedly contributed towards strong leadership, both through decisiveness and calculating contemplation, the phantasmagoria of his visions also mired his life in a miasma of doom. For the impending apocalypse of Ragnarok, all of the destruction entailed by it was known to him. He knew the signs that heralded it, he saw that chaos was to come, and known to him were the names of the gods who would die, even his own. He bore this burden alone, and because he perceived the dark future that lurked just out of sight, like a pack of wolves that waited in ambush just past the next bend in the path, much of his time was dedicated to activities that could alter the events of the future, that could forestall all of the death and destruction in store for the gods. For example, when Loki tricks the blind god Hoda into killing Balder with a mistletoe projectile, in all the world, the only thing that could circumvent Balder's invulnerability, the death was felt more deeply by Odin than any other god. 
Yes, Baldo was Odin's son, so of course, he felt the pain of a father losing their child. However, Odin also knew that Baldur's death was one of the main events harbinger to Ragnarok. So not only did he lose his son, it was also an alarming and poignant reminder that the current age was drawing to an end, and with it, the lives of many gods. Odin travels far and wide astride Sleipnir, his magnificent eight-legged horse, journeying to the far corners of the Nine Realms in search of magic and knowledge. He has two ravens, Hugin and Munin, meaning, respectively, thought and memory, who fly over the world each day, bearing tidings on dark wings back to their master. On Yggdrasil, the world tree, he hanged himself for nine days and nine nights after transfixing himself with his spear, effectively sacrificing himself to himself. This experience came within a hair's breadth of claiming his life, but the arcane knowledge he gained, the use of runes, an ancient writing system used, among other things, for magic, certainly rewarded Odin's intrepidness. Interestingly, Ig can mean terrible one, one of Odin's names, and Drusil is an ancient word for horse. Put together, they can be interpreted as meaning Odin horse, a metaphor for a gallows tree. This shows the parallels drawn by ancient Scandinavians between the sways and bobs of a person who rides a horse and the desperate struggle of a person hanged by the neck with their hands bound. Here are the lines of verse from Havamal, a poem of Poetic Edda, that describe this nearly suicidal stunt. I know that I hung on the windswept tree all nine nights, with spear was I wounded, and given to Odin, myself to me. On that tree which no one knows, from which roots it grows, bread I was not given, no drink from the horn, downwards I glared, up I pulled the runes, screaming I took them, from there I fell back again. Of course, the reasons for Odin's obsessive and unending quest to expand his magic and mind were many. Undeniably, though, the desire to preempt a dire and disastrous chain of events written in the future was chief among his motivations. In addition to what's already been discussed, Odin also sacrificed one of his eyes, which is what we're going to spend the rest of this video on. To understand why Odin resorted to yet another extreme stunt of self-mutilation, we have to begin with the World Tree, the three roots that serve as its foundation and the wells that exist beneath these three roots, specifically the Well of Mimir, which is beneath the root that exists in the Land of the Giants. Here's a passage from the Prose Edda to explain. The Ash, Yggdrasil, is the largest and the best of all trees. Its branches spread themselves over all the world, and it stands over the sky. Three roots support the tree, and they are spread very far apart. One is among the Aesir, a second is among the Frost Giants where Gnungagap once was, the third reaches down to Niflheim, the realm of fog where the goddess Hel resides, and under this root is the well Virgilmir. But Nidhogg, that old cursed dragon, gnaws at this root from below. Under the root that goes to the Frost Giants is the well of Mimir. Wisdom and intelligence are hidden there, and Mimir is the name of the well's owner. He is full of wisdom because he drinks from the well. Odin wished to drink from this well to expand his wisdom, but he wasn't allowed to do so without paying a price, one that could not be satisfied without an iron will. Even a single drink demanded sacrifice, so Odin removed one of his own eyes 
and pledged it as payment. Thus, he drank, and he became imbued with the well's wisdom, picking up the epithet the one-eyed god in the process. One apt for the god who offered up half his sight and hollowed out his own socket, plucking out the window into the world once encased inside. Here are some lines that allude to this from Voluspa, another of the poems in the Poetic Edda. Odin, I know all, where you hid the eye, in that famous well of Mimir. Each morning, Mimir drinks mead, from Valfather's pledge. Do you know now, or what? And that's it for this video. If you enjoy the content, please like the video, and subscribe to the channel. As always, leave your video suggestions down below.